0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Heavy Pour, pre-draft day. One day before, and
1: I'm excited. I'm really excited, Hen.
0: Yeah, I am too, man. Um, before we start, though, we kind of wanted to just like clarify something. We haven't been pumping out episodes as much in the past week and a half, two weeks. Took a little break. Uh, we just got sick, first and foremost. Um, we were pretty sick last week, and we couldn't really talk. We just sounded
1: like shit, like yeah, full was, on.
0: It was bad. Um, it's probably the most sick I've been in a while, honestly.
1: Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fun, um, but Absolutely. now we're back and ready for the draft. Yeah, we are. There's a lot of storylines to follow. No kidding. Uh, this is definitely the most NFL news we've seen since the season ended, and we're probably going to see it increase on Wednesday night tonight when the, when the episode comes out and more again right before the draft tomorrow, Thursday.
0: It's going to be an hourly thing. Um, you're going oh, to be yeah. getting – we can't make a podcast and, like, a podcast episode and keep up with all the news that's going to be breaking tomorrow, even before the draft. Like, it's just going to be every hour there's going to be something new. Um, but it, it's a fun day. A lot of lot of things are going to happen that we don't expect. A lot of things are probably going to happen that we do expect. And if there's one thing that I know, it's that the Packers are going to break my heart and take someone that we don't need in the first round.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, the Vikings are going to have an unexciting draft again, but it's going to be a very needed unexciting. I fully expect the Vikings are going to take a lineman in the first round, which isn't that exciting, like I said, but yeah. our offensive line is so bad that we don't need anything flashy. We don't need to trade up for Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts or a new quarterback. We just need some stability on the offensive line. As much as I want Trey Lance, we're not getting him.
0: You know what's the worst thing about draft day? is um, when you get notifications like I did this morning from the Athletic and Bleacher Report saying that the Packers have been linked to Rashad Bateman. And I know... Because <laughs> you know it's not true. Inevitably, it's not going to happen. No. Nope. He'll be on the board tomorrow, and we won't pick him. I know we won't. No. Nope. I'd, I'd be okay with it With it, if we get a cornerback or a linebacker, but
1: I'd, I'd like Rashad Bateman. It'd be nice to get a, a pass catcher. Bring him to Scotty, baby for aaron Rodgers, who has needed a number two receiver for a while
0: yeah but what's your um if you had to i don't want to get to predictions just yet um what's your biggest storyline you're going to be following tomorrow or what's the biggest thing that's like popping out at you where you're like this is this is intriguing
1: Uh, you know i've been talking about it a ton the last month because it, it just drives me nuts and it's because I, I know some 49ers fans, but it's the 49ers at 3. Yeah. They've narrowed it down. It's only between Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Uh, or at least that's what I've read online now. And I really, really, really want them to pick Trey Lance. I would love to see Trey Lance in Minnesota, but he's not making it to 14. So there's no point to get my hopes up for that. Why would they trade up to get Mac Jones? That's, that's what I keep yeah. asking myself. Is yeah. like,
0: that's why I think it's a smoke screen, because I'm like... I get that, like, you have to trade up and take the guy you want because there's never a guarantee that he's going to be there, especially with a quarterback and a guy who you believe is your franchise guy. But, I mean, Mac Jones? Trey Lance, his ceiling is so much higher, it's not even a question. I get that Mac Jones' floor is really high, so, like, he can just come in and probably take over really well. But you're telling me in three years that Trey Lance... Trey Lance is gonna be a lot better in three years than yeah, Mac Jones I don't think that's fan Fandor, but Yeah.
1: Niner fans do it with me. Ready? It's gonna be a lot of that in disappointment tomorrow night on Thursday when uh they pick Mac Jones instead of Trey Lance. I hate I hate to say it, but it's going to, I think you it's think just gonna to to happen. happen. I you think do. it's gonna happen and it sucks because there is nothing exciting about picking like the fifth best quarterback in a class at the number three overall spot. Yeah. Like is he? He's not even a top twenty prospect, and you're gonna take him with like a premier talent spot. I know. You know what else
0: I'm worried about? I'm worried Fields is gonna fall.
1: It's another storyline that I was I was gonna talk about, but I'm gonna let you take it for a second. Yeah. So, um, the
0: Broncos. Little segue here, but it's all gonna make sense here. Just you know, let me get my thoughts out. Okay. So the Broncos <laughs> traded for Teddy Bridgewater today. Gave up a six round pick, I believe. Correct? Yeah, six the Carolina. Pick. They have the ninth overall pick, so I'm guessing if you trade for Teddy Bridgewater, that's probably going to take you out of contention for drafting a quarterback this year.
1: Yeah, I would Correct? assume so. I would assume he's probably just—they're trying to get another year out of Drew Lock, and if not, they're going to throw t- Teddy right. B in there. So Broncos aren't going to need a quarterback at nine. Is he going to fall to the Patriots? No, no, I don't think so. But that's kind of what I wanted to, wanted you to go to. Because I've heard... You think the Patriots are going to trade up? Yeah, I've seen the Patriots um, linked to talking with the Falcons at 4 and the Lions at 7, as well as the Panthers at 8. So, if, they, if they've been call, they've clearly been calling a bunch of teams. Fields probably won't make it past pick 10. But if he does, the Patriots will for sure trade up to, like, 11, 12 to take him.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, that should terrify the league because I think... I think with, um, Justin Fields is, I think he was, um, I think people were just over-scouting him. I think people were trying to see what he can't do, rather than what he can do, because uh, he can do a lot of really good things, and I think he was in Trevor Lawrence's shadow too, throughout oh, his entire career. They came in in the since same- Since high
1: school, dude. Yeah, they
0: came in the same high school class, and Trevor was number one in the country, he was number two. Obviously, Trevor's great, but, um... I think people are overlooking Justin Fields because I think he's going to be a really, really good NFL quarterback.
1: I agree. Well, I think everyone was looking for a storyline to just cling to all year long. Like, we've known Trevor Lawrence is the number one quarterback in this class since high school. Nothing has changed. He's been the number one guy right. since he was 17 years old, 16 years old. And what's fun about having the same top two guys for, like, five, five years in a row? Nothing. But you can't you can't dispute Trevor Lawrence. Right. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna look to try to like poke holes in number two. Right. That's what they did. I know,
0: and it's just frustrating because it's like, dude, just watch the tape. Like he was good in college. Okay, he's probably gonna be good in the NFL. Like this isn't a Mitch Trubisky type one year wonder type deal. Like Fields has had a great career three years in. Yeah. And it's just it's just frustrating when people do that and they try to like nitpick and try to just find things that's gonna bring them down. It's just, I don't know. Don't overthink it. He's going to be really good.
1: And I think everyone's overthinking it. Yes. I
0: it's mean, draft season. Everyone overthinks everything.
1: Yeah, that's true. I would hate to see the Patriots get him, though. Yeah. Like, that's... Don't let Bill Belichick have another really good quarterback, guys. Yeah, There's I a know. reason <laughs> that they went, like, what, 5-11 and last year? And it's because he didn't have a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Just let him wallow in that same area. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad. I would not be mad at all, but uh,
0: moving forward, is there? You've gone over um, your dream pick for the Vikings, right? Yeah. Trey Lance. Who do you think that they're going to end up picking, though? Realistically,
1: I think it's going to be Elijah Vera Tucker. Okay. I think so. Um, but in an ideal world, I would love to see Rashawn Slater drop there. That's just not going to happen unless there's like a huge run on receivers right after quarterbacks. Which could happen. Yeah. The Bengals could start something if they take Jamar Chase at five, but who knows? Um, I just think there are too many teams that need a tackle before the Vikings that they're kind of in the same position. of like They're looking at their boards, and if a tackle's there, they're going to take them right away.
0: Sure. That makes sense. I think that, yeah, that'd be a really good pick for the Vikings, I think. Elijah Vera, Tucker. Obviously, obviously Slater would be a great pick, too. But... I for the Packers mainly what I'm thinking
1: I think that they might have a shot at Caleb Farley. Probably. I think he's going to well, fall. They had some there was some injury stuff that came out today too, wasn't there? On him. He, he like tested positive for COVID today, I think. Oh really? I oh. think so cuz I'm pretty sure he was set to be at the draft and he tested positive so he can't go to the draft now.
0: Oh, I had no idea. I didn't know about that. But um he does have a long injury Kind of concern, but I think if Caleb Farley is there at 29, I think I think the Packers would take him. I'd I'd be so stoked. I think he's gonna be really good. I think his opting out didn't help him. Um, it kind of when you opt out, you kind of lose like notoriety and like yeah. kind of like everyone's a prisoner of the moment, right? Right. So like remember in the national title game, everyone was saying Devonta Smith number one, number one wide receiver, number one wide receiver. And then they took a month off, and, you know, come February, March, everyone's like, okay, Jamar Chase was the unanimous number one overall wide receiver, right? But he opted out, so he didn't get that exposure. I think Caleb Farley kind of um, lost that too. You lose a little bit of clout, you know, because you're not playing, and people are looking for other guys to, you know, fall in love with and with who their team could draft. So I think if if Farley is there at 29, I would be so stoked.
1: Yeah. Well, and people don't necessarily look at – Guys, like for a draft class, two years in advance, it's usually one year at a time. And if they're Mm -hmm. not out there right away, then you're not going to know they're there. Right. Whoever gets Jamar Chase is going to be really lucky, though. It's it's the Bengals.
0: It's got to be. I think it's the Bengals at five. I think it's the Bengals.
1: I mean, I did hear that the Lions were trying to trade up with the Falcons to take Jamar Chase before the Bengals could at five. It didn't work for them. Yeah. But they they're making the call. So I mean, I mean, I'm sure they could still make the calls. They probably could. I just you know, you know seven to four when I mean like Jamar Chase would change that franchise, but I don't think it's what they need to do right now. I don't think they, I don't think they're in a spot to give up draft capital for a receiver when you don't have a quarterback.
0: I was I thought that they were going to take Pitts if they say it four.
1: Oh, you're talking about the Falcons. I'm talking, yeah. about the, the I'm talking about the oh, Lions. Talking about the Lions. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um do you think the Falcons are gonna take Pitts if they say for?
1: Probably. I think okay. they will. Yeah. Yeah. Man. No, I think ah,
0: God. I, I get it, dude, because like I'm telling you, I think a Jamar's like a once in a five year type guy. Like, yeah, he yeah, yeah, absolutely he's is. A he's a stud. He's gonna take over the league.
1: And then you're looking at Kyle Pitts, who's the also best tight stud. end project uh prospect since Vernon Davis. Right. And I'm sure a lot of people don't even know where Vernon Davis went to college
0: so you don't think ah man Okay, so like let's say let's say Bengals at 5 take Jamar Um, let's say at 4 the Falcons take Pitts and at 6 the Dolphins take Devonta Smith that's probably not at all how that's going to happen but you're sitting there at 7 and you're the Detroit Lions and you have Trey Lance and Justin Fields still on the board and Penny Sewell. I don't think they're going to take
1: a quarterback. I think they would take Sewell. he would probably take Sewell, yeah. Man, I would assume so. I mean, he's a bookend tackle, and like, let him mature in the league for a yeah, year. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Because his
1: first year, he's not going to be a—he's not going to be like an all-pro player his first year. Right. And then they can go and draft a quarterback next year when they're also just as bad. Because they're the Lions. Right. But
0: here's what if you took what if you took Trey Lance at seven and you sat him for a year behind Goff? would
1: also be good totally reasonable yeah he's a supreme athlete Goff is average he's fine yeah I mean he's he's. I don't think he's gonna lose a ton of games but yeah. he's definitely not gonna go out there right. and sling six touchdowns and right. win you a game right so I I
0: don't know man it's just I'm just brainstorming
1: there's a lot that could go on there's absolutely no way we're gonna know no, it's, dude, it's very know. exciting now I know
0: and one player's gonna fall super far that we have no
1: idea I think Devonta Smith is gonna drop uh, well yeah his body size dude I know. He weighed in a, what, 166 pounds. Yeah. Going into the NFL, that's that's very very small. Is yeah. that smaller than Rondell Moore? Probably. And Rondell Moore is five foot seven. Yeah. And Devonta's Devant six, six foot, one. Six one. I think he's six one. Yeah. That's not great. Like six one, one sixty six is very small. He might get manhandled by corners.
0: He might, dude, but he is so smooth. Yeah. He's such a good route runner. He doesn't have great speed, but like. And I think the biggest thing I think I heard Nick Saban talk about this was just he's so competitive, and that's something that you just like have to have in the NFL. And he's got that competitive nature.
1: Oh yeah, you can't he's teach tri- you can't teach someone no. to be competitive. Just, they just I think are.
0: that's why Devonta's like everything you can't teach. He has like yeah. just like the savvy, the route savvy, the intangibles, the the leadership, competitiveness. That's super important. He's got, but. We'll see what happens, man. I think he could fall. Jalen Waddle too. I don't know where he's going to go. I could see him going in the top 10. Somehow I could see him going, like, early 20s.
1: I think he's a lock to go by pick 13. You think so? Yeah. Yep. I don't I know think, why. I, was... I think either the Lions, the Eagles, or the Giants have to take him this year. I think, it was, I
0: think so, too. Um, I think I was just thinking about, like... I think I read somewhere or saw something that his ankle is still maybe bothering him or teams are concerned about the injury history uh, just with his broken ankle and stuff. But we'll see what happens. I did read one really important thing this week, though. Um, It sounds like because of, like, COVID restrictions and protocols, like, teams can't go as in-depth in, like, interviews and, like, medical records and stuff like that. It's yeah. just restricting everything, right, about the process. Right. So it sounds like teams aren't going to take – they're not going to swing for the fences early on personalities and, like, entry history. Okay. Do you know what I'm getting at yeah. with that? Yeah,
1: so that could make some, some like guys teams drop are, pretty far. That's
0: what I'm thinking. Teams are going to play it safe this year. I think Matt Miller tweeted it, or maybe it was um, Adam Schefter, one of the two. Someone, someone tweeted it in the NFL world saying that teams are probably going to play it safer this okay. year.
1: Okay. That's good that's good to know cuz I mean big personalities can really drop your your draft stock. If, right. And if you can't get like
0: those in-person like interviews and like really get a feel for someone, you know, yeah. it's just like it's different.
1: Like obviously a zoom interviews. Team chemistry's big too. If you don't have the right guy in the yeah. locker room, yeah, there's definitely. you're not going to help your team at all. If you're picking a guy that just doesn't get along with the type of guys that are in your locker room, yeah. I mean, everything's important. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know. But
1: as everyone can hear, I'm sure we live in downtown Mankato. Right mm. outside our window, we have uh, screaming college-aged people. Um, so just bear with us there. Yeah, that's a little it bit of Wednesday, flavor. Huh? All right. Can I it be us? Yeah, I was just gonna say I don't think we have any high ground to say there because as we're both <laughs> drinking right now. Nah. What? No way. That'd be weird. No way. No You're really weird. No man. Um, so where where do you think Kyle Trask's gonna you know, go? because Ooh, man. that's a name know. that was really highly touted during the college football season, and since then he's kind of just lost stock. Partially because he had a horrible bowl game, too. I was going to say, I think the bowl game left a lot of sour taste. Like, I thought he mouths. was like a fringe round one, two guy, and then he just completely... Yeah. Didn't he have three picks in the first quarter? Yeah, yeah <laughs> and he's not a mobile guy either, so he really needed to rely on that pocket presence. Like, you know, <clears throat> just being able to... Intrinsically, do what he has to in the pocket and get the ball out before he's going to get sacked because he's not mobile enough to get away.
0: Yeah, you know, I think I, I don't really know, man. I think a lot of it just happened to be um, teams liking other quarterbacks more. I don't, I don't really know what else to say. I don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, he had a really good year. Um, he played really good against Alabama in the SEC championship game. Which is basically an NFL team nowadays. Yeah, pretty much. So, I think he could be an NFL starter if he gets in the right situation. I, I bet he goes second or third round. I'm guessing second
1: round. I have a favorite landing spot for him. Uh, Washington's Football team. Second yeah, round. Why not? Right in the middle of the second round. I mean, sit him behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then after Fitzpatrick's one-year contract is done, have him try to fight for the role with Taylor Heineke. I mean... We saw a flash with Kyle Trask this year. He looked really good. He had a lot of weapons, but he looked really, really good. Yeah, definitely. And it's definitely worth taking a second-round pick if you think you could find your guy. Obviously, I don't know that much about Kyle Trask, and obviously an NFL team's going to have way better scouts and whatnot, but I thought Kyle Trask looked awesome this year. I thought he was very good. I even thought that he might make it into the first round, but after the bowl game, absolutely not.
0: Well, for a while, he was getting mocked as, like, the third third quarterback. Being taken in the draft,
1: yeah, third and or fourth. Yeah. Part and of then, that might have been Lance didn't get to play, so we kind of forgot
0: about him. And then I think Zach Wilson kind of bursted onto the scene a little bit more. And he then, absolutely did, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with Kyle Fields, but I... Kyle Trask? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why did I say Kyle Fields? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Trask. Um, one last question I had for you, though, is... What's your, what's your bold prediction? Right now, on record, bold prediction. What do you got? What happens in the first round tomorrow?
1: And don't tell me Trevor Lawrence had won. <laughs> That's not a... Dude, I don't think the top two picks are bold predictions and they're cement set in stone, like, mm-hmm. going to happen. But you touched on it a little bit, but I'm going to go a little further. Devonta Smith falls, but Jalen Waddles picked the number two receiver ahead okay. of him. That's my bold prediction. I think Devonta falls below Jalen Waddle. Because okay. I think I think Waddle's got more um like how do I word this but I think there are better NFL fits for Jalen Waddle than there are for Devonta Smith towards the top of the board. And that's why I think that'll happen.
0: Okay, interesting. I also have a Bama prediction. I got Najee Harris at eighteen to the Dolphins. Interesting. Okay. That could happen. I'm booking it right now. Okay. Najee at 18. You heard it here first. I know I said that like three weeks ago in our mock draft, but I'm sticking by it. I think you
1: said uh, Najee at 16 uh, a few weeks ago in our mock draft to the Cardinals before they signed James Conner. Maybe. He's going to the Dolphins, though. 18. Okay. Heard it here first. Check our Twitter during the draft, too. I think we might as well tweet out a couple uh, picks before the draft. You know? Just our, our heavy poor Locks. Heavy poor Locks. So be sure to uh,
0: check them out, and if you are gambling, throwing some money down, you know, win a little bit, give some props.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: not going to say I'm going to win you money.
1: <laughs> but I'm not We're not los- professionals. But I'm not going to lose you money. Probably not. Betting hey, on the draft is a take that dangerous a game, dude. Take that with a Dangerous game. <laughs> That'd be tough, dude.
0: I don't know how you can ever bank on that.
1: Ooh, how many running backs are we going to see in the first round? Are we going to see more than one? Are we going to even see one this year?
0: I don't know, Do you think dude.
1: Najee's a lock for round one? I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think I think he is. That's why I'm going 18. Yeah, but I don't think he is. If that makes any sense. I was listening to a. Uh, like personally, in your heart, you think he's a lock, but like.
0: Dude, after Najee and Travis, uh Etn, I have no idea about this running back class.
1: Uh, I know Trey Sermon, I think from Ohio State. Trey Sermon, Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis, who opted know out last about him. year. Um, you have the two running backs from North Carolina who are like two slash three and then five. I think it's like Michael Carter and Javante Williams. I think I could be wrong on those names, but I know UNC has two running backs who are like the consensus. Sure. Like two or three and then the five. I think after Najee and Travis, though, it's kind of. I mean, I've seen one of the UNC running backs mocked ahead of uh, Travis Etienne. See, and his stock has fallen a lot, too. I don't know why. I don't
0: know why. I, th- I, I think, mean,
1: for a while, I was thinking that Travis Etienne would be picked in front of Najee. He
0: put on a lot of weight for his pro day. I think he weighed in at, like, 225, 220. Okay. But he still ran, like, a four, four,
1: five, or something like that. He was still really fast. One of my favorite fits in this entire draft is Travis Etienne to the Bills. Yeah, that'd be nice. He's another guy
0: that people need to stop overlooking. I understand, like, the workhorse in production thing could be troublesome because I believe he came I believe he was a senior. He came back for a senior yeah, year yeah. this year at Clemson. Um but what I'm saying is is that he's the ACC all-time touchdown leader, all-time rushing yard leader, all-time like yards per game leader as a running back. Don't overthink it. He's going to be really good. I understand he's had a lot of touches and carries throughout his career, but he's so, a dog. So did Derrick Henry. He had 395
1: carries this senior year oh at Alabama. He's doing just fine. He's a freak. Mm-hmm. Alabama just produces running backs, too.
0: Yeah. If your production, if your, like, injury concern, or, like, if your concern is workload, and that's why you're not going to draft him, I think that's ridiculous because it's just it's stupid.
1: Oh. She jumped. Um, there was our co-host Gwen, the cat, in the apartment. Yep. Making an appearance. Um, I think yeah. that's her. That might be our sign to... I think that's it. Yeah. You know, a little short one today. Up up. Um, Thanks, guys. I know we've been gone for a little bit, but we're excited to be back. Uh, Look forward to being back next week post-draft and recapping a little bit. We... I, I'm not going to tease it on here because I don't want to make
0: any exceptions to what we're doing, but you, you might see something from us here pretty quickly.
1: A little bit different than what's normally on schedule, but... Yeah, you know... We want to shake happens. things up a little bit. We'll see After happens. the draft, it's going to get really dead in the NFL, and I think it's yeah. time for us to uh, look at other areas.
0: Yeah, we might be we might be changing course here a little bit. We'll keep you guys in the loop, of course. But you know,
1: we're back. Happy draft season, guys! Peace. See ya.